Are you ready? Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the show. You are watching, listening to, consuming in some way the Wannabe Network. I am your host for today, Gabriel Fast. It's usually me and Ethan, you know, doing punch counter punch or me and Emma, but you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of just riding solo today. I'm riding solo today with with a guest of my own. Um also, you know, Geekly Retrospect fans, that's Ethan's podcast that he runs on this feed. You know, you might want to tune in too so that you can see how a real podcast is supposed to be run. Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> Dude, Ethan's going to be chuckling so hard. Um Without further ado, I want to introduce my absolutely amazing guest. Uh, I need to put some applause right here. Make sure you do that. I'm talking to I'm talking to you, future me. You know what I mean? I'm talking to you. You put that applause right here. You, the man's dancing. You do it now. You do it now. Okay. It's not dancing. This is like praise. This yeah. Like <laughs> oh, Fonz, Fonz, Fonzie, my friend. How are you? Uh, Fonz from the Plastic Hearts podcast, which has been resurrected. We're going to talk about that. Um, Fonz, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm alive. Uh, it's been some time. You mentioned last time we met, and really, if you want to go to the history books, we technically, the last time I think we were together was the Four Horsemen, um, you know, yeah. merging of worlds of different podcast worlds that we did. And But that was, yeah, it's been about, I mean, a year and a half, almost two. Yeah, for co context for the listeners, we did a show a couple years ago at this point. Um, we called it the the Four Horsemen. Man, I would love to do that again. That was so fun. Yeah, that was such a good time. It was us, the the Cloud Control podcast, I believe, Bush League Gaming, yep. uh, and then us two. Yeah, that, that was so fun. I, I would love to talk about that and... Because we've all changed so much and gone through so much, you know, over the past couple of years, you know, in terms of creation. So I know we're going to talk about that for you today because, you know, in another universe, this conversation wouldn't be happening because you sold all your podcasting equipment. So but now you've rebought it. So we're going to we're going to I want to hear that that story and kind of the the thoughts behind it. But Fonz, for, you know, we, we have a few podcasts now here on this feed. I have. I run it with me and my uh, my one of my best friends, Ethan Maestri. He has his own show called Geekly Retrospect, where he has a guest on, and they kind of go through pop culture through the ages and kind of focus on time period. It's really cool. Of me and my wife have a show that we do occasionally called Gabe and Emma, and I don't have a name for what this is yet. I'm just kind of the the liaison of this podcast feed. So this is just kind of a special show, and I'm I'm really honored to have you here today. So, um, give us a story uh, of of kind of where you fit into all this. You know, for those of you, for those you know who who may not know who you are, like kind of kind of tell us your story, your podcasting journey story. I think that would be really beneficial. Yeah, I mean, I'm just another you know wannabe like yourself, wannabe video game nerd critic uh conversational person and got into the podcast podcast biz i say biz but we make no money off of this but uh, uh the podcast biz We're actually uh, losing money it's 29 yeah a hundred percent we should both be at jobs right now like what are we doing doing this um yeah. but uh yeah we started 
Plastic Hearts 2019. Uh, me and my buddy Gavin, uh, who was a uh, he's in the indie game dev world, like he studied that and did a couple of stuff on games, and um, we just always talked about it. And uh, I've always been a nerd and a fan, even since like the IGN early IGN days. I just thought I always consumed podcasts when it was gaming, um, and I just but I never like thought oh maybe i should try that until years later i'm like let's do it and all that stuff is really accessible online and got into it and after about yeah i think it was our second or third i want to say third year um we just hit a, a wall where a bunch of stuff happened at once where i was kind of feeling that drain of no one listens no one cares but i still like doing it but it's just like draining on you but then um my consistent job i had they were um, closing it down. So it was a coffee shop that I managed for like 10 years and my boss wanted to retire. And when he announced that, told me that I had no backup plan. I had no answer. I was like, oh, because we at that point we had survived COVID. I thought like, well, we, we went past like the hardest part. Okay, we're back to normal. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I had no idea what I was going to do. And then, yeah, so that coincided with like, I guess I have to spend time like finding a new job and the side stuff, like the podcast things uh, just kind of, I had to put that on the back burner. And along with feeling burned, burned out also at that same time. So we put it to rest. And then let's say about a year and a half, two years. Now we're going on bringing it back up again. No one asked for it. No one cares. No one wanted it like they did before. But we're still, I love it. My buddy Gavin's still into it. Callum from across the pond that I talked to for the PlayStation podcast, L2R2. He's still into it. So we got the band together to get back into it. But in that time being, I did start a coffee trailer, a mobile coffee trailer. So I've been doing that basically for the past. It's almost a year that we've opened. But before that, it was a year of just like planning, building and getting it all up and running. And dude, you are killing it. I followed you on Instagram like the branding. Like like I'm sad that I can't go to that coffee trailer because it looks so awesome. And like it just makes like. Like every time I see like you posting stuff, it just like makes me so happy because like, I know, I know it was, we had talked you know, privately, you know, a couple years ago about the struggle and, you know, it's like, man, I love this, this thing, but I just, you know, personal stuff comes up and, you know, I, it, we, but it's, it just, it makes me happy to see you've, you've overcome it. You found what Arnold Schwarzenegger likes to call a new gear. That's what you've done. You found yeah. out how to, be- yeah. The pump. I, I, I like, I like how you, how you said no one asked for it. Podcasting is, is well on its way to becoming an art form. I think in a lot of ways, like it may already be like with audio dramas and whatnot, but just the conversations and just like being able to express yourself unabashedly. I think we can both say speaks volumes to your mental health. And, um, there's no reason to not express yourself, even if this podcast never saw the light of day, you know, it's like it, at the end of the day, it's just two, two friends sitting down, having a conversation and, and for once being able to like actually be honest about how they feel about something without having to like welcome riddle ridicule, because let's be honest, no one cares what we have to say, but you know, we can right. sure make, we can sure make ourselves look cool, you know, saying it <laughs> and you know, I'm gonna. This is for you. <laughs> um, I yeah, I agree with you 100. percent And when you mentioned it's you know, it's an art form. I consider that the same thing as well. Now I don't think I'm maybe we'll ever get to that, but it's like it's just like you want to start a band or you like music. I might be just drawing my my logo for my band. I haven't recorded anything, but it's like wow, that'd be cool one day to. It's like that, but then you have Led Zeppelin who are like they're masters at it. I'm a fan of those people that have gone to that they've gone through it but it's like it does have to start somewhere 
I'm one of those people where it's like, it's probably never, ever going to happen. But I just love that space. Like, I'm a big comedy podcast fan. And I love the different comedians that can just like, they just nail these conversations where there's no lull. They're always on. When it's honest, it's, it's interesting. When it's funny, it's interesting. It's like, I just love that. So I love to listen to it and respect it. And I understand that I'll never, or I just hold it high, so highly that it's like, I know when I suck and it's 90% of the time. So I, I really respect when the people do nail it. And most of the time, you know, those are the pockets that I gravitate to. It's like the people that are just like, just firing on all cylinders. I, I just love it. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to be, a, be yourself and it's, you know, it, it, I, I love that you say, you know, comedy people because, you know, co- comedians, comedy people, <laughs> comedians, you know, they pull no punches. And I, I really like their outlook, a lot of their outlooks on stuff because they will tell you straight up like, you know, yeah, it's not really a fair game. Like you just kind of have to get lucky and work your your ass off in a lot of ways. And yep. I, I love when Seth Rogen says I love Seth Rogen because on paper, Seth Rogen should not be popular in hollywood like there's there's a handful of people that i think like seth rogan should probably not be popular in hollywood and uh what's his face from super bad um jonah hill? jonah jonah hill should probably not be famous um on paper like based off of where they started and how they looked like they you know the 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 hollywood template right yep for their eras but seth rogan says you know and, and to me, this isn't even about fame or like, you know, being popular or people even caring. It's defining what your version of success is. Like, what do you view as success? For me, it's being able to like actually open up, you know, because I, I, I'm in a period of my life where I don't really, but there's just enough of an element of performance in a podcast where it's like, you know, it, all the cards can kind of come on the table because it's appropriate for that. Um, but Seth Rogen, he always says, you know, if you don't give up, you might make it whatever your version of it is. He's like, but if you stop, you definitely won't. He's like, I've seen people make it for the weirdest reasons. He's like, think about Ian McKellen. He's like, did you know who Ian McKellen was until no, no one knew who he was until one day this cool dude shows up as Magneto and Gandalf and you know he's famous, like one of the most famous people in the entire world now. So it's he just was already like, like seventy when that happened. Yeah, it's just like you you just it just goes to show like if you can make cool things happen from um, unique opportunities or like just let yourself indulge in like unique opportunities. I, I don't think you lose. I think you always win. So I'm very grateful that you've taken the time, you know, to to sit down, come on the show, and just kind of you know, chat about what's been going on, you know, the past few years, because it, it you know, I, I had a group of, of friends, you know, acquaintances that I, I haven't, I, I'm not on Twitter much anymore. I don't really interact with those people that much, but I'm really glad that like you and I've like kept that connection. And, you know, like if I hadn't reached out in a while, you know, you would reach out and be like, Gabe, what's up, man? Like, you know, and I, to me, that's just like, that's what a friend does. So I'm really grateful that you, you know, you're taking the time to, to come on the show and you know i haven't been behind the microphone that much the past few months because i've been going through it as well so it just it the the world keeps turning (laughs) and here we are um so you've got the coffee truck you've now got your podcasting equipment 
is there anything else? Like, is that pretty much what you're doing? I mean, like, are you doing the coffee truck like full time, basically? Yeah, and no, that might be the where most of my mental stress comes from because trying to just use that to pay all the bills and to keep it running, it's a whole beast on its own that I didn't fully understand. I mean, I understood the work involved, but then when you're doing it, you're like, oh, it's like this times 10. That's cool. So it's been that, you know, for about a year, just keeping it going. It's a lot of uncertainty of just like trying to find your next gig and trying to make it work. And and then now it's wintertime and we're in the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest, where it's just like we're finally getting snow in our part of Washington. And so it's just like that whole variable adding to it. And when I started, it was February of uh, last year. So it was, you know, great weather for just 10 months. And so now I'm feeling it. Where it's just like you don't know where you're gonna wake up to, but yeah, it's it's been it's been something, man. It's um, I did an interview with it was like a local um, local news channel in my town, and one of the the lady interviewing me asked me a bunch of questions that didn't make it, but one of them was like, oh, what would you say to anybody who wanted to wants to start their own business or start this kind of thing? And I was like, don't don't do it do something else <laughs> whatever you can i felt like um it's a, it's not what it's billy madison where he's shaking the kid and he's like i wish i could go to high school yeah. and he's like no stay here stay as long here as you can as long as you can yeah the cheeks yeah oops i put yeah. punch the microphone yeah dude i, yeah, I, I like, have my heart like my heart goes out to you i have a lot of admiration for people because it how much it's it's just you and i mean is it just you yeah, I've luckily I've had my um, a bunch of family members who'll jump in, grab me, you know, different products. I've had some that I've trained to like work inside the trailer with me for for big events. Um, but as far as like the day to day, yeah, it's me dragging this trailer with my truck and waking up and doing it. But I also couldn't do it without my family, like just being there for moral support too. Yeah, yeah, they. I mean, we can't do anything without the people closest to us, you know, and in our lives like that, right? I certainly can't do what I, you know, anything really without my wife. Like it's, it's kind of funny. We're like a married couple. Like you get, to, you know, we don't like to be separate, <laughs> even after six or seven years at this point. How long have you been married, Fonz? Yeah, it's been uh, three, technically like three, um, but we dated for a good while, like ten years ish, more than that. Um, so it's been a hot minute and I know how you feel where it's like, yeah, we're just around each other all the time. Sometimes that means we're like, you know, getting on each other's last nerve, but also right. it's like when they're gone, like my wife will take various trips, like go out and stuff and me less so, but like when she's gone, I'm like, oh yeah, what am I supposed to do without yeah. that second person? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh man. Yeah. It, I, I've never gotten the whole like guys versus girl like oh yeah man we have to have the guys night out all you know every week or whatever it's like no nah, man i i just want to stay home and chill with 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 the bay you know what i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know as, as with everything and it you know sounds like it's kind of a double-edged sword it's a new challenge but it's you know kind of reinvigorated a hustle that seems it seems like you're doing pretty well you know even though you have some stresses so you know you got to keep up the steam keep it going but have you been able to find any gaming time, um, uh, you know, amidst this this uh, change in your life? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think I still always, you know, put aside time for just like there's always like an, an hour, you know, at the end of the night to put on something, blast through Fortnite or whatever. Like that's honestly 
uh, a way to just like hang out with my some of my younger cousins and nephews is just like <laughs> jump on Fortnite, talk to them, and just see right. what they're what they're going through and stuff, and, and play the game. Which side note, Fortnite is like I don't know if it gets enough praise for how just like all these wacky ways they're trying to keep it relevant and it's staying relevant. I know it gets a lot of crap, but um, yeah, still playing games. Um, just finished it was a while ago, but Alan Wake Two loved it. Um, I played the demo this morning of uh, the new Prince of Persia. Uh, side-scrolling 2d game it's dope but um yeah i've been playing games what about you yeah um what was the first what was the first game you said Fortnite. yeah emma and i Fortnite. are we're addicted to it at the moment it's it's really fun um it you know i'll never forget something that greg miller said one time like, kind of funny he was like yeah this is like this is mom's basement now you know what i mean it's Fortnite, and it was like that never really resonated to me because I didn't really have a ton of friends that played Fortnite, but now I do. And it's just kind of like, wow, he, he exactly like nailed it on the head. Like, I don't even care about what I'm doing in the game. It's literally just being in a setting with friends and just like, <laughs> you know, kind of unwinding. Like, like if I was actually caring about a game, like I would get really mad if someone was like kind of screwing around, but I, and Fortnite, I don't care at all about winning right like like but i can i can, you can flip. literally dance whenever you want yeah exactly and i mean <laughs> like i'm the guy that's usually like you know i'm like kind of behind the team and i'm you know po taking pop shots while they're running and they're like oh god i'm getting shot at but it's just me you know and i'm like <laughs> you know like just laughing um <laughs> but it really is it's just it's just a a setting to kind of you know thank god for it honestly because could you imagine like the like with the way things are right now but if like we didn't have like some of these resources and some of these outlets now like i don't know what i would do honestly like i'd probably go insane like it's it's crazy oh, yeah. <laughs> how beneficial it is um yeah i've been playing uh god of war ragnarok valhalla um i've been just Ooh, i've been i played that for 30 seconds what do you think dude it i I don't want to spoil anything, but there's so many clues in it as to what's next. Like it's already been set on record, like that the, the the director of Ragnarok was like, "Yeah, did you really think this was the end of the story? Like, come on, you know." Um, it's really fun if you're kind of like, I will say this, like for longevity, it'll be something like for me to keep my skills sharp, if that makes sense, like to make sure, cause you know, it's uh, Ragnarok's a bit of a, you know, technical game. Sorry. I got to plug my laptop in. Hold on. Yeah, go for it. Um, you know, Ragnarok, it's like even, even I've been playing it almost every day now. And it's just like, man, yeah, this is a really complicated, like, combat system and it really just takes all of my focus like it's not really i can't it's not really a game i can just play mindlessly like i have to actively be thinking about what i'm gonna be doing next and i really like it that's why it's one of my favorite games but i find myself just like like they've done it so well where they want you you want to get to the the story bits in this like as much as possible but it's locked it's almost like hades so it's locked behind a you know roguelike you know, format, which is a really cool way to approach it because it's like, you can play this game forever. And whenever the new one inevitably comes out, it'll be a seamless transition, which 
I think is really smart, but I've been enjoying it. Um, Kratos is one of my favorite characters of all time. I find myself nowadays playing games specifically for really good characters and it's, you know, the combat is whatever, you know, certain aspects of the game or whatever, but it's like, I want to know, I want to see what this character is going to go through next. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that. I've been playing a lot of destiny. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, I've been trying to work through my backlog as well. I finished right. We, we, we tweeted about this ratchet and clank 2016. Um, really, really fun game. I've been trying to do this thing with my backlog where I give at least 10 hours to a game. I gave well over that. Like I was going to beat ratchet and clank. And then I got to a level where it was like, I was literally stuck because of the difficulty and it's just not, not even difficulty. It's just jank you know, maybe just kind of a overlooked detail type thing. Um, so I, I deleted it, you know, I was like, okay, I, I, I gave this game, you know, I got a bunch of trophies and I can, I can feel good about deleting this and moving on from this, you know, I'll never play this game again. Likely. I'm glad I put, I'm glad I really got to that breaking point though, because then I immediately jump into ratchet and clank rift apart and oh my God, like ratchet and clank rift apart. Have you played it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, my God. Like, dude, Insomniac, they cannot be stopped. Like, I I immediately got lost in it. Like, I've only played it for about an hour because by that point in the day, I was kind of ratchet and clanked out a bit. But, um, <laughs> like... What I cannot wait to dive in. I've been doing this thing where I have like, you know, the only way you're ever going to work through a backlog, I figured it out, is you need to have a rotation of four or five games and you're going to play those games every single day. So you're going to play, you know, and you just you just make yourself do it every day. And I dude, I've been, it's been working like I've been going. I've been simultaneously going through Elden Ring, Gran Turismo. Ratchet and Clank. I beat one game, Ratchet and Clank. Um, Valhalla, as I mentioned. So, yeah, I'm at four at this moment. That's what I've been rotating through. What? Dude, yeah, I know. And it, I've, I've been efficiently making progress because I get like... Wow. <laughs> whenever, I'm, whenever I'm in Elden Ring, all right, I, I play... I'm, I, I, my, or I farm like 25 to 50K runes, Okay. And then once I get that, I shut it off. So I do that for about, you know, a week or two till I get a bunch of runes, level up a bunch, try something I'm stuck on. If I can't get it after a few temps, it's, you know, it's back to grinding runes. So I'm making progress always there. Switch to Gran Turismo. I focus on like, I, I really focus on just like trying to blast through those races. So like the cafe cards, you played Gran Turismo 7, right? I have not. What? I'm not a fan of the sim side of racing. I, I'm more of like a Horizon uh, kind of guy. Okay. Well, listen. I'm I used I'm the same way. But like, if you put it on beginner mode, you'll never like, dude. With the adaptive triggers, it's a game changer. Like, it's the funnest racing game I think I've ever played. Like, as a as I don't someone doubt who, that. as someone who appreciates Forza you know, Forza Horizon and even Forza Motorsport. Like, dude, this game, it it's fun. Like, it's really real. I'm just going to tell you, next time it goes on sale, you got to get it. No questions asked. Um, 
Sorry, I, I'm sorry, Fonz. I you're just standing there shaking your head, sitting there shaking your head. You're in a galaxy. I haven't been behind a microphone, and I got all these thoughts just coming into my head. Go for it. And I'm just I, I can't, mean we're vibing. It, this is my show. Okay, don't you ever <laughs> yeah. backtalk me. All right, <laughs> mine. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, take it easy. So take that nose yeah. off and just take a break for a hey, second. Hey, I can't breathe. Okay. <laughs> um. So in Gran Turismo Seven, they have this thing set up. It's really streamlined, and I can see why people don't like it because if like you're a super like you know sim fan, it basically is holding your hand. So for me, I love that. But like basically, you go to this coffee shop and you get like a, a menu of races you have to do. And then once you complete that menu, like they have this little fanfare for you and like, it makes you feel accomplished. It's cool. So I, I do that. I'll play that for like 30 minutes to an hour, you know, trying to get my licenses and whatnot. And then I usually like for the other games, I just play them until I, I just, I'm played out. You know what I mean? Like I just, I literally cannot play one more second of that game. Sometimes it's like an hour. Sometimes it's like a, you know, a couple hours. So there you have it. Um, my only, uh, when I hear you say these five different games, you're juggling real quick. Uh, my only issue with that is for myself is like, I can't juggle different mechanics in my brain. Like I can't go from game to game to game. And especially like you're talking about like Elden Ring, the super technical, you know, jumping around these different games where it's like, you got to remember the the loadout and just like the button placement. I My brain can't do that maybe too, but you're on another level with like juggling diff- five different games where you can just like go in and pl- actually control them and not have to think oh wait, what does this button do again what does this button do so that's well, pretty, pretty cool see i have a i used to think the same way as you but i have a cheat code okay and it's this thing right here it's the playstation pro controller ah. so what i do is every single game no matter what it is i make the mechanics the same so my jump is back here if there's a dodge mechanic it's right here Pro tip, it'll change your life. Like, it does take a little bit. Like, you have to go in to the settings and you have to, like, manually map everything the way you want it. But in the long run, it's made my gaming so much more fun. Um, and what's cool is it transfers over. So, if you plug it into your PC, your settings are going to be the same on the profile. Like, so it carries okay. over. Like, it, you know, so. It's like I don't have to think about it. I know, and no matter what game I'm going to play, I'm, the jump button is always going to be the same. So I, I can I can see where you're coming from, but after repeated effort and attempts, and you know I did struggle for a little bit, but now it's I don't know. I, I guess I I guess I'm just built different fonts. Like I just can't help. I it. can tell that. <laughs> <laughs> will that controller make me better at Elden Ring? I think it will. Honestly, I think it, this might be my favorite controller of all time right next to uh, the GameCube controller for me. Um, I would say it probably would go DualSense, Xbox 360 controller, GameCube controller are my top three favorite controllers of all time. For sure. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um yeah, it's you mentioned Elder Ring, and I played it for the first time. I waited for the first sale that I've ever seen it have in like two years now, 
it was over the holiday break there was finally on sale and played it and i'm so absolutely terrible at those games and i knew it but it's just like i want to play this game finally i'll jump in for like 30 bucks just to be proven right that I, i'm going to be terrible i was and i i can exist only for a little bits at that at a time at that game but i want to love it so bad it's just those games are not for me man that's, I wish, that's I wish how I, I am too dude honestly like i'm i'm literally i'm viewing elden ring as a challenge because you know like that's just a big part of it is you just die repeatedly um i hate that souls style of combat and that Souls style of gameplay i just don't like it um and it's it's just kind of harrowing sometimes it's just annoying too it's like a game should make me want to play and very rarely does a Souls game actually make me want to play. But I'm going to finish that game just so I can say, just so I can be that guy that's like, it, it's okay. Like, it's, you know, like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you like Souls games, it's, it's, if you like Souls games, it's amazing. But like, nothing about it made me want to, like, nothing about the gameplay made me want to play more type thing. So even if it takes me 10 years, I'll beat that game. Um, but I'm with you. Souls games, not for me. I'm not really crazy about them. And see, and we'll get off the Souls game talk topic. But what's what I want is what everyone else describes, where you're grinding, grinding, trying to beat this boss, and then you beat them. That feeling of like, oh, I just climbed a mountain. Like I want that feeling, but I can't even get to the freaking, you know, past the start menu. But I, I would love <laughs> to have that feeling. Yeah. No, I I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Fonz. Um. So you said you were playing a lot of Fortnite. Has there any been, any, you know, have you what 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 have you been listening to the past couple of years? Like, what's what's been your musical journey the past few years? I would say TikTok as my final answer for music. <laughs> Just joking, but that's <laughs> it's that's consumed me the past two years. But I've I've actually found a few cool bands just from like some kind of. Uh, little you know tune is actually like um popping up on different videos and like uh there's a band kafune that i found from them they're awesome and just like as far as not all my music but like i'm surprised at the amount of weird bands at all that will be trending and like i'll find a song that i really dig from that but um uh as far as like crazy stuff we didn't get to talk about this because this has been the dark times of past, you know, two years, but I did really love the new Foo Fighters album that they put out. Um Ugh. that was dope. Um, the newer Paramore album. So yeah, just kind of my same musical styles, but just been keeping up with those artists. Yeah. Let's talk about the Foo Fighters album for a minute. Like there was like a straight month where I just was sad whenever that came out, just because like I, that, that album helped me realize like how much that, that, you know, you know how much I love the Foo Fighters, like that album, yep. like solidified how much I just love that band and always will like, it's just such a sad thing. <laughs> like, cause you know, Taylor died and his mom died. Uh, Dave Grohl's mom. Yeah. Dave Grohl's mom. I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah. So like, I, on about the Taylor, but I didn't know about that. Yeah. On the back of the vinyl, it says for Taylor and Virginia, which is his mom. So yeah, I mean, it's probably my second favorite album of theirs. Um, we actually did an episode on the Paramore album as well, which I, I, I was I really liked it, except for that one song, Come Say Come Sa or whatever. Come say come sa come say come sa. You remember that one? Oh yeah, I know it. <laughs> I hate that song. You don't tell me you like that song. Interesting. 
I do. I absolutely do. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And Haley, we trust. What are you talking about coming at me with uh, not liking that? <laughs> Haley, Miss Williams, if you're nasty, as she likes to say. <laughs> yeah. You've seen that TikTok trend? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to see them um, play. Oh, dude, we got to see them play um, maybe two, three months ago, four months ago. They're doing their tour for the for that album. And that night they we they were in uh, Washington. See the show. It's amazing. Right. And she keeps talking about on stage how she's feeling under the weather. She's sorry. And I'm like, dude, if this is you at whatever, 15 percent, I can't imagine you like at 100 percent because she sounds amazing. The whole show is like on point. It's one of our favorite shows. Me and my wife went that we've ever been to in our lives. The next night they canceled the rest of it because she was she was so sick. She couldn't perform. And like the doctor told her to stop. So we luckily got it. And this was after they had postponed it a couple of months beforehand because of uh, like just uh, um, health issues going through with her with their vocal cords and stuff. So we luckily got in before they like just canceled the rest of the tour. But it was awesome. Dude. Yeah, I want to see. I would love to take Emma to see them at some point because I'm very much just kind of a new yes. Paramore fan in a lot of ways. Like I'm, you know, I, I feel like I've I missed out on being able to listen to them you know back in the day whenever they were up and coming and whatnot but well enough about the musical fronts as well is there anything else you want to mention before we start talking about podcasting and uh your return to that uh the same advice for starting a business don't do it because especially now there's like there was already 10 million before now there's 10 trillion podcasts uh, but I'm joking. I mean, obviously do whatever the heck you want because there's so many different lanes, so many different niches you can jump into. Um, but that's just me being my old man self, but I'm joking about it. How old are you, Fonz? Um, I just turned 35. Old. Just kidding. I'm basically dead. I have yeah, getting the gray in my beard too now, so it's happening. So you're back in the saddle with podcasting. Um. If there's anything you could tell your old self the first time you started, what would you say to your old self? Man, I don't know, because I think I still have whatever hangups that I did then. But um, I, one thing I'm trying to get better at as I jump back into it, um, because we... I'm always a stickler for like whether it's audio quality, video quality, or just like the cadence of the conversation. I can tell when it sucks and it bothers me when like it's happening in real time. Like when I'm with my buddy or whoever, like when I, and I just throw that on myself where it's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I didn't do it well enough. I hate that feeling and it hasn't gone away. I don't know what I tell to my past self. It's like, Hey, you feel this way now you're going to keep feeling that way. And I don't know what to tell you. Maybe we'll talk to the future, future one and he's got the answers and he's going to look back and go, Nope, sorry. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's just, you keep going. Well, I mean, what was, you know, what was the thing that made you were like, you know what? No, like I'm going to, I'm going to start doing this again. I don't know. I guess it's, it's when I, I get uh, obsessed with stuff, like a bunch of different hobbies that I'll collect. And so when I want to do something, I'll, I'll just try and, and, and do it. And I do know that you're going to suck at it. Like I like woodworking. That's another big thing I like to do. And you're terrible at it at first. Everything looks like garbage. And then you start to get better at it. I, I like chasing that feeling of getting better at something. Um, with the podcast world, it's also on top of that are variables you can't control where it's like maybe everything felt on point, but still there's an algorithm you have to try and chase. It's like nobody saw it. So like, okay, that's cool. So, but I do like that chase of trying to get better at something 
And but I have a habit of collecting these things that no one absolutely will care about if you're good at it. So I need to transition to something that would actually benefit somebody if I was good at it. Yeah, I think too, like the biggest thing, like it's hard to be consistent too with with podcasting, especially like if you have a busy life. And I think, yeah, you're exactly right. Like if having a consistent show is, is really difficult and most of your clips you make are going to be misses. Like I'm kind of reaping some benefits now because I have a lot of old shows that I'm now taking and making clips out of. And it's like, Hey, remember whenever, you know, and I'm kind of, you know, getting it out there in short form, but you know, the, everybody's making content now. So the idea of going viral just isn't really a thing anymore. Like I'll see sometimes on TikTok something has like 6 million views or 6 million likes or something. And it's like, oh my God, like back in the day, that would have been kind of a big deal, right? Not anymore. Like stuff doesn't really go <sighs> viral the same way that it used to. Um, sorry, I had to yawn. Sorry, right, you're falling asleep on me. I understand. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's it's almost <laughs> ten. It's almost ten p.m. and I'm I'm getting old too, Fonz. Uh, oh, it is. Jeez, next time let me know because I can record earlier. No, it's it's all good. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Yeah, I, uh, my my heart goes out to you because I I definitely sympathize with that. I the idea of like, I want to have these conversations and I want to do this thing. Because I feel like I should be doing it and it makes me happy. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's like whoever, you know, we, we kind of take like radio announcers for granted or like, you know, radio personalities. It's like, who was the first one where he's like, you know what? Like, I'm good at this. Like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's a lot of, vo- there's just a lot more voices now. So it's almost like having a podcast is kind of like a prerequisite in a lot of ways for like... <laughs> content creators and of any ilk it's like well do you have a podcast you need one like you need one you need to maximize those clips you know what i mean and it's just a lot of work so whatever you continue doing in any capacity you know i think it's going to be good so you have plastic carts and l2 r2 you're doing those two still yes we're doing (laughs) the playstation focus l2 r2 podcast and then uh plastic hearts with our buddy gavin um even now, still trying to like mess with the format on that because I really am a big fan of dissecting video game news. My buddy Gavin isn't so much, but he still kind of peripherally keeps uh, an eye on it. So when sometimes I'll we'll meet up and I'm explaining something that might even be big, and he's like, "Oh, you don't say." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, it's all over online." And I'm but I'm a nerd where I'm like I'm online on Twitter all the time and just like seeing even like the the rumors and just people conversating about something and like I want to reference that, but he, he's not there all the time. But yeah, so I'm trying to figure out like what makes it most most sense for us when we're together. Sometimes we just like just hanging out and we'll play a game and like that'll have the most fun doing that. And there'll be some some actual stuff you can mine from something like that. So we're trying to figure out the right format. But yeah, right now those two podcasts just shuffling those together. I want to I want to hit on something you you just said. You know, you said you're on Twitter a lot. I, there was a time where I was on Twitter all the time, and I lo- I, I you know. I like Twitter still, but I'm, I'm falling out of love with it at the more time goes on. I'm just not seeing as much of a use for it, mostly because is it just me? Me and Ethan were talking about this. It's like, are we out of touch or it, has there not been like any good gaming news for a while? Um, I guess it, 
what do you consider like good? That's kind of uh, it's it's relative to what you consider good gaming news, right? Because there's little random stuff that pops up online all the time. But um, I, my first in instinct is there is has been, but why do you feel there hasn't? I don't know. I just I just feel like the 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 mediums, you know, it's a bit disjointed at the moment because and there's several components to this. I think one like since there are so many content creators now, I think it it just it's very easy for things to get like kind of echo chambery. So someone will tweet something and like people are like tweeting about how great this thing is. And I go to play this thing. And I'm like, it's really not that great. Or people hate on something. I'm like, yeah, it's really not that bad. And I just, it just alienates me because I just feel like I don't agree with most of the stuff that comes out and it makes me not want to like consume it as much like other people's opinions, which when you think about it, that's all Twitter slash X really is, is just, you know, the consumption of other people's thoughts but I guess I guess it's just been because everything's just been so doom and gloom this year, this past year with, uh, you know, the layoffs and just everything that was in 2023 negative with with the industry. And maybe maybe 2023 was just a dry year, or just a, a, not a great year for me to be intertwined into that ecosystem. But I just feel like I haven't been able to look forward to anything like the Game Awards weren't very good. <laughs> Um, like I feel like the medium is being commercialized to a whole new level. Like there's a lot of heart and soul being stripped away layer by layer from this industry. And some of my favorite creators, it's like, or not favorite creators, but favorite voices on this platform. Like I think about Leanna Rupert, shout out Leanna or is it Leanna? I don't know. Um, but she was like destiny Two community, like, head honcho or something or rather and like she was let go you know and it's like man there's been so many layoffs that you know this past year and like it kind of has killed the dream in a lot of ways of wanting to work in the industry because it's like man people who have been there and have had prominent positions like nobody's safe like this industry people's jobs in this industry isn't safe so maybe subconsciously that's what may has made me kind of tune out like it's it's a medium i still love very much and i want to be a part of it in some way of, of course but it's difficult to realistically think of that as being an option even more so now so i guess that's a really long-winded answer to your question but it's an answer nonetheless and i, I understand where you're coming from especially with the twitter stuff um I wonder if it's just like in my mind how I approach it. I kind of feel like a fly on the wall and I enjoy being that fly on the wall where it's like I can hear someone's oh, preferably like in the industry or who know, knows what they're talking about, like somebody's interpretation of what, how they felt about whatever game or like so there's a, like the, the Justice League Suicide Squad stuff imp impressions that came out and just like hearing what people are thinking about that or maybe slight rumors of something else that's coming up. Um, I don't mind that. And yeah, there's like garbage takes on stuff or stuff that I don't agree with, but I just kind of just throw it out of my mind. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't tell you how many times I've went to go respond to something and then just go, I'm just going to delete it. It's like, there's no point in yeah. responding right. uh, when it's negative. And it's just like, I don't know, like maybe the approach could change with like how you want to interact with that. Or in my case, I'm just kind of like observing, 
But I right. get where you're where you're feeling with that. But also with the new stuff, are you like looking for like are you missing the like these big juggernaut announcements? Because yeah, we don't get those very often. Or when they do, they're spoiled. Like uh, like uh, a lot of the uh, the uh, Insomniac stuff. So it's like it's hard to get these juggernaut like Half Life Three. You know, launches tomorrow. Like we don't get those big announcements anymore. But um, I don't know. I'm still positive on it like there's still the indie space how how whatever you feel about like triple a stuff happening and a lot of it's you know games as a service up the wazoo but like the indie space is taking off with all these crazy as they have been all these crazy different experiences like there's other ways to find that interest again or find that excitement again um i don't know yeah i don't i just i just don't get that same vibe when i think about the past year in gaming but yeah, yeah there's a layoffs that's absolutely terrible but also yeah. talking to gavin it's like those people are going somewhere like I, I want to say there's got to be um, there, you always hear every uh, every year, like especially 2023 of these different studios starting from the ground up. They're they're from X, you know, Naughty Dog and and um, Cyberpunk, like all these different studios being started from all these different other studios, like taking their people who have been, um, uh, you know, left out, fired. And so, like, they're still existing with that space and they're creating new stuff. It's just what also sucks is it now takes five to six to seven years before you get an actual game once it's once it's started so we're just seeing a longer timetable so yeah it's a lot of stuff at play yeah it it is true it's like maybe i guess it's one of those things like i guess i'm just kind of used to all of these things that we have now it's like it's like oh the ps5's out it's been out for a while like uh you know the games are have a level of quality that we've now gotten used to and it's like i'm rarely looking i don't find myself looking forward to many things that are coming out Probably because I have so many unfinished games. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even thinking about what's new. I think there's there's so many factors at play to how I feel about the industry as a whole right now. I just I'm sad that I, I can't enjoy the podcasts that I used to enjoy. Like I just I don't resonate with a lot of those voices anymore at all. Like I just feel like it's I don't know. I just feel a lack of heart in the industry. Like I, I just, I, and, and if, again, I'm fully saying I, I very well may be out of touch. Maybe, maybe I, I'm, I'm kind of subconsciously. It's like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really want to like cover as much of that anymore. Like be as prompt to like cover something that comes out, you know, Ethan and I'll do a punch counter punch and like kind of cover. That's kind of the joke of the show. It's like, we're just wannabes. Like we get some news well after it, you know, it's old news by the time we get to talking about it, but we're, you know, it, it is what it is, but I I'm, I'm looking for something to reinvigorate that love of wanting, wanting to be a part of the conversation because I miss it. Like I want to be a part. I just, I don't care about what's going on right now in the industry, I guess. Maybe it's also too like, you know, like the death of E3 in a lot of ways, like, I always wanted to go. I'll never get to go now. It sucks. <laughs> but, you know, it's, 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 it, gaming's come a long way. I just, I, I am concerned about where it's going next because of just how commercial everything is. And, see, you know, it, it doesn't feel like the underdog anymore. It feels way different, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, is it because then I think of when you met that last thing you just said, I think of like when your your favorite indie band is like starting to break it, break out and like get big. There is a feeling of like, oh, man, you know, like when it was kind of like 
sort of underground or I can get a t-shirt for 10 bucks or I could see them in my town. And now it's like they're playing the Grammys. It's like, I get that vibe of feeling that way, but there's just so much in that industry, in the gaming industry where it's like, you could be excited for, and there yeah. is going to be stuff that gets way over commercialized and you get sick of. Absolutely. But like, there's always this new stuff coming up. Yeah, exactly. Plus, you know, I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm in, I'm in kind of a, a, a learning stage with my Oculus. Like I'm kind of trying to work, work in my, it's such a great machine. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, I think I'm in a period of life too, where I'm challenging myself in more important ways. And I just don't have a lot of mental capacity to care about gaming. You know, a lot of the gaming news that comes out now, you know, Nintendo comes out and says they're going to drop a direct. I'm there. Like, yes, like, please Nintendo direct, you know, we're obviously we're getting, did they, we just had an Xbox showcase or whatever. Right. Or is that coming up next Thursday? Yeah. So I'll, I'll be watching that. I love whenever we get like announcements on stuff and we have a water, a water cooler moment. It felt like we were getting a lot of those like back to back to back to back to back to back to back for like a stretch there. And now that just seems like most of the headlines I just don't really care about, but there's peaks and valleys with any industry and I'm sure I'll get reinvigorated as time goes on. Not to say I'm not, I'm playing more video games than I've played in years. Like I play a lot. I'm playing a, a lot, a lot right now. Um, so I don't know, like I'm kind of feeling like a kid in a lot of ways because I'm being challenged to actually finish something, you know, like finish a game <laughs> and it's, it, you know, games are long, like games are really long nowadays oh, yeah. and it's quasi frustrating, but you know, the more the merrier, I guess. So with, See, I you wonder, know, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Just before you end on this topic, I wonder if flashing back to at least when I was a kid, um, this is like late 90s, mid 2000s, where um, internet was not super easily available. And the way you got your news for me was me and my mom and my sisters would go grocery shopping and I would uh, peace out and I would go to the magazine area and I would read Game Informer and all these other different magazines. And that's how I'd get like my gaming news. And it was always way, like a month later, but it was right. just like a this delayed way of seeing all this stuff. And sometimes that felt like I'm getting a bunch of news at once, stuff that I had no idea and like peaks on uh, these new things. But I wonder if uh, going to the current day where it's like you get so much now, I wonder if that kind of dilutes this, how things feel like it doesn't feel special anymore when you're getting all these bits of some small information, some big information where it doesn't feel as special anymore. And I wonder maybe we've reached that point with gaming news where that's where you're feeling this. I'm not feeling these big news drops because there's all this stuff that's always circulating. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I recall this, this happened to me about 10 years ago. I just kind of unplugged from games altogether. Like, like I, I wasn't playing video games. I wasn't keeping up with the news. Like I was just focusing on other things and I remember my my brother called me and he was like, dude, did you hear about the Switch? And I'm like, no, what's the Switch? Like, I think I had a Wii U at that time. He's like, dude, we're all going to get Switches. I'm like, what is a Switch? You know, <laughs> so show me the video. And then it was like my interest was back. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So then I start looking into, you know, and it was like a domino effect. So. Maybe we're in a period of time right now where like mentally I'm just kind of picking up all the dominoes again until something just absolutely knocks my socks off. But I think in a lot of ways, you know, when you're content, like I'm really content playing the games I have right now. Maybe it's just like I'm kind of like 
hibernating from that part of what, because I, I, there is a part of me that loves searching out that news, but I, I think you're right. Like I, I have so much in front of me already. Maybe it's just like my, I just kind of have tunnel vision on that, whether I want to have it or not. So you're right. Maybe it, cause 2023 was one of the best years of gaming actually. There's ever. a lot of stuff. I mean, how did you, have you played Baldur's Gate three? No, that's on my list of. I've never been a big fan of that type of gameplay. It almost reminds me of like a point and click kind of adventure thing. I, I, it's not my vibe. But seeing all the cool stuff you can do, I've watched some of the gameplay um, stuff from Larian where they show just like I think it was the one where they put out recently where they had the dudes from Lord of the Rings playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> and it gave you the vibe of like if you can think of something, you can kind of do it. Like they've accounted for that storyline wise, option wise. And I really dig that. So that is on my list to try. And I love how people have been just, you know, over the moon with that game. Yeah, it's I mean, I've only played a couple of hours and it's yeah, it's it's I I you can be as, as try hard as you want with it. But if you want to hop in and just have a laugh, it's very easy to do that. And it's very effective as that. And it doesn't take much time to do that. So, I mean, cool. it's it's a game you can play forever, but. Um, so, you know, what, what's, what's kind of the schedule looking like for plastic carts and L2, R2, like what's, what's kind of like the, the goal to call to, you know, are you just kind of posting whenever you want or is there going to be a schedule? I mean, tell, tell the people what they want to know. Uh, I think we're going to go back to the one a week kind of thing. So really two podcasts total a week, but one with plastic carts. Um, we're looking at Tuesdays now, every Tuesday and with, L2R2 every Sunday. Um, with Caleb, it's always tough because he's basically like eight hours in the future with me. So weekends seem to work the best. But then out with the coffee trailer, sometimes I have gigs on the weekend. So trying to figure it out. But um, lo- trying to get locked down to two episodes of each podcast a week. And um, yeah, I tend to have more free time in the evening, but a lot of these people that I work with don't. So, you know, but I've I've always been reluctant to do the stuff on my own and that's one thing you excel at where you just like you're able to jump on i have these thoughts i have this plan thing i'm going to say and you'll go on your own i love that i cannot do that i can't just solo podcast or have a thought that i might have but i can't just like get it out talking to no one i just i've always been terrible at that yeah i mean different you know different strokes for different folks right um and i think i'm, I'm a big believer in everything you do is practice for what you're actually supposed to be doing. So I don't know that I'm going to be a podcaster, but I I know that it's helped me in a variety of ways to get to what I'm going to be doing next. And you know what, if you do, if you do that schedule, you just said, I'll be listening because you could very well be the thing that reinvigorates me Fonz, to want to be, you know, want to be in the know about the gaming news. And then we can have these chats more regularly Cause I don't have anything going on. You know, I don't live on the farm anymore, but I do live in an RV. So yeah. Catch 22. You're on wheels. I am on wheels. How about that? But I can't pull it because I don't have a vehicle that can pull this. So I was going to say, drive it over here. We'll do it live. Yeah. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Fonz, I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm glad you're back doing what you you're really good at it, man i think if you keep your schedule going like i think you will gain traction eventually because you just have a way about you i just like listening to you talk you know what i mean there you have it 
<laughs> I appreciate he, hearing that. He's like, he's like, huh. maybe uh, we could even have a reenactment of some hot takes eventually. Yeah, my booty hole has recovered since then, <laughs> so I think I could handle that. I actually posted some clips of that on TikTok uh, the other day for old times' sake. Um, nice. That was good. Was cracking me up. That was that was a good time. That was definitely a good time. So, <laughs> um, Fonz, I, I think uh, I think we're going to be podcasting again soon in the future. Perhaps I'll have to talk to you about it more whenever I know, but. I'm I'm glad you were able to take time out of your schedule to to talk with me tonight, come on the show and tell us what you've been up to. Uh for once more for good measure, why don't you let the know let the good people know where they can find you, you know, plug all your stuff, do your thing. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, absolutely let me know in the future. When whenever you want a pod, let me know. Put the bat sin- bat signal up. I'll be there. But yeah. uh, if you can keep up with the art shows, it's all on, on youtube.com slash plastic arts podcast, same URL, a uh, Twitter still at plastic art pod posting on TikTok as well. Little, little, uh, snippets on uh plastic art pod on TikTok as well. Um, but yeah, same old stuff, Instagram, same, same name, same tag. So you can find us on all that stuff. There you have it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the wannabe network today this morning this evening whenever you're listening um we we really love to have conversations like these with you know it's really about being able to express yourself without having to feel bad about it right what was what is simon Pegg like what did he say being a geek is whenever you don't have to play it cool about you know some liking something and you know, I'm really thankful that I have acquaintances slash friends like like Fawns to be able to to talk to, and I'm thankful for you Friends. if you're it, yeah yeah exactly. I, I'm thankful to you as the listener. Um, if you have any suggestions of some things you'd like us to talk about, you know, anyone who's been on the show, let us know. Um, you can let us know on Spotify if you're a Spotify viewer slash listener. They have the Q and A polls now, the where you can leave comments and yeah, let us know what we can do better and. I will, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back in the saddle myself of podcasting. It's been too long and it's, it's definitely a big, it's a big part of who I am. I just, I haven't, I haven't wanted to, to do it as much. I've, you do, it's, it's tough. Sometimes you, you feel like you fail in your mind. It's like, oh, I failed. It's like, no, you didn't fail. You just, you know, you just got to keep going. Like you did you didn't fail, but you didn't make it like you don't, you didn't deserve to make it based on the, the effort you put in is kind of how I view it. It's like, you still have more effort to put in before you, you get to your version of making it, you know? So I think you and I kind of align in that way. And I'm, I'm very thankful to have you as a friend. So thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, Likewise. No problem. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Fonz say goodbye. See you out there. Hey there! Whether you've stumbled upon me through my music channel, my gaming channel, or perhaps a podcast, I genuinely appreciate you taking a moment to chill out here. You know, I've got a real passion for what I do, and you know, there's just something about creating that keeps me coming back for more, and I really don't think that's ever going to change. I'm really stoked to share this journey with all of you. If you want to see all the various projects that I'm associated with, 
All those links are down in the description down below. Also, you can check out my website where I like to write stuff as well. I put a lot of sweat and love into this because I genuinely enjoy it, and it's not just work to me, it's a real passion. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for showing up today. It really means a lot, and uh, I'm going to finish playing myself out here. See you next time.
Hello, greetings, and salutations. Welcome to the channel. My name is Gabriel Fast, and you have stumbled upon Wannabe Radio. If this is your first time here, I would ask that you consider subscribing. I would greatly appreciate it. But uh, if you want to be notified every time I upload, you're more than welcome to hit the bell. And if you like this video, I would greatly appreciate that as well. So today, we are back at it again with another The Warning video. Today, it's going to be when I'm alone, live at Lunario CDMX. We're really ripping through these live at Lunario CDMXs. So I'm, I'm still really enjoying covering the warning. If you have any uh, suggestions that I should cover from the warning, first thing I want you to do is make sure I haven't already, you know, reacted to it. You can find that on my channel. But anyways, without further ado, here we go. When I'm alone, the warning live at Lunario CDMX. Let's 
loved it. Yeah, I mean, they just, they have so much heart. I mean, they're full on, like, totally professionals. And I don't know. I don't think bands like this just come around every day where you just, like, really see the passion they have for it. They seem like they genuinely love doing it. And it's not just a job for them. Now, I do worry that if, you know, the warning just continues to just explode and, like, continue growing. I mean,. The YouTube channel is right now is at around half a million subscribers, which is quite a substantial audience. But if they hit that milli, then I think they'd probably be on the verge of exploding at that point um, into the mainstream. And I think it's inevitable if they keep it up, you know, and they continue to believe and they continue to do it. I don't know what their goals are, um, but I don't know. It's just interesting to see their journey from whenever they were just little girls to like now. It's really, really inspiring, like, continuing, like, I don't know, whenever I get down about whatever and I'm, like, not wanting to, like, film a video because I'm afraid it's going to suck or, like, I don't know, the bands like The Warning make it worth it, like, make me happy to do what I'm doing and pursue what I want to pursue, and to them I'm very grateful for that. So, rock on The Warning super dope if you have a uh, a request of something you'd like me to react to especially if it's from the warning i'd appreciate it um anything is welcome though just don't be upset if i can't get to it i try to get to as many as i can but uh all you can do is just try to recommend something i really appreciate all the support for those of you who continue to watch my videos it really means the world and i can't wait until the next one but until next time here's this hey there whether you've stumbled upon me through my music channel, my gaming channel, or perhaps a podcast, I genuinely appreciate you taking a moment to chill out here. You know, I've got a real passion for what I do, and you know, there's just something about creating that keeps me coming back for more, and I really don't think that's ever gonna change. I'm really stoked to share this journey with all of you. If you wanna see all the various projects that I'm associated with, all those links are down in the description down below. Also, you can check out my website where I like to write stuff as well. I put a lot of sweat and love into this because I genuinely enjoy it, and it's not just work to me, it's a real passion. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for showing up today. It really means a lot, and uh, I'm going to finish playing myself out here. See you next time.